unqualified. Well, welcome to uh, this week's episode of Opinions Unqualified with Sam and Nixie. Um, uh, we're going to start this week with some taco talk. So taco talk um, with Sam and Nixie. I like the sound of that. Um, if it's good, we might talk about tacos most weeks. But um, So firstly, Sam, welcome. How's everyone doing? Or how are you doing? I guess we're not talking to everyone, are we? So how are you doing, Nixie? <laughs> good, man. I'm, I'm rolling. Um, so I wanted to talk about tacos first. And they're fresh on my mind because they're, they're what I had for dinner tonight. But um, I had uh, fish tacos. So not just your standard beef tacos. I had had fish tacos. And I'm just wondering, uh, from your perspective, what is the best taco? Um, and there's obviously the conversation about soft taco versus hard shell taco. There's also what what you put with the taco. Like, is, is pineapple something you can put in a taco? Um, I think... Just to um, break it down a little bit, I think the first question is hard or soft tacos. Yeah. Um, personally, if I'm just going for the one, it's soft tacos. But I love a hard taco with a soft taco around it. So you get the combo of the two and it just makes for the texture is just amazing because it's crunchy, soft, and everything just works perfectly. Yeah, see, I'm a, I'm a hard taco man. I like a hard shell taco. Um, I like the crunch of that taco. I like the taste of the corn chip. Um, but I really do like the, the soft taco. And then you put um, the salsa. You break your hard taco in half. And then you put that on the soft. And then you can sort of fold it to fold the soft one like that. Yeah, a, yeah. yeah. Um, I find that that's incredible. I call it like a the, the softy crunch. Well, yeah, so yeah, that's kind of what I was saying with the um, soft and hard mm. together. Um, so does that make the perfect taco shell? The soft and the hard. I together? think the soft and hard is like the perfect, the perfect shell for me. Okay. Um, if I'm going for one, then it's just soft. But I'd prefer to have both of them together. All right. So when when we talk about the meat in our taco. So we both eat meat, so we don't need to be offensive to any vegetarians, but uh, you need meat in your taco. So are you a, a beef man, a pork man, a fish man, a chicken man? What sort of taco are you after? Um, I think I go with all tacos. I go with all tacos. Um, I mean, probably most of the time it's probably a beef taco. I think that's just the, um, the stock standard, whether you know, you're making it yourself the beef's probably the easiest to go with. Um, also love a good fish taco. I'm not going to lie, fish tacos. Um, best fish taco I ever had was earlier this year in uh, in Miami. Best fish taco I've ever had. And what was in this? What made the fish taco so good? The, the quality of the fish. Yeah. It was the quality of fish, I reckon, that made it. So I had uh, fish tacos tonight, um, which uh, and I had some beef tacos as well. I was pretty lucky. I had, I had the combination of both of them, um, but I had some pineapple in my fish taco. So it was really simple. It was um, the, the the shell, the fish. I had some salsa. I had some Frank's hot sauce. If you like hot sauce, Frank's hot sauce Frank's, is yeah. incredible. It's Frank's hot sauce. So some pineapple, a little bit of lettuce, and that was the business. That was it. That and and it was probably one of the most amazing tacos i've ever had i mean i think with a uh, with a taco you kind of want to keep it simple i think simple is best with the taco you know you don't want to put too much or too many different ingredients in it um i think when i usually have my tacos it's a tiny bit of lettuce bit of cheese bit of sour cream bit of guac 
and then obviously the um the meat, you know, and sometimes some salsa. I think I missed out salsa in that. So I don't I don't really do sour cream, and I don't do guac either. Does that mean it's not really a taco? Uh, I think they're pretty key ingredients to a taco, but I mean. It's time for, you know, where you can express yourself how you'd like, I guess. So if you don't want that in your taco, you don't put it in your taco, do you? And I guess tacos give you a little bit of sort of artistic freedom, I guess, with what you want to put in. Because um, I'm, I'm a man and people think I'm weird. And it might sort of people that listen might think I'm weird because I like to cook mushroom into my meat with my tacos. I think, there's, well, there's nothing wrong with it, is there? I mean, I'm a fan of mushrooms. So to me, that just sounds good. Like it doesn't sound any different for me. Yeah, well, I, I I have had people say to me that you don't have mushrooms in tacos. Well, who tells you you can't do something? You know, if you want to do it, you're going to do it. You don't let someone say you can't do it. Well, if you haven't tried it, I think cook that mushroom into your meat when you're having a beef taco, and it's it's good. It's really good. Um, I probably think the key ingredient with beef tacos particularly, so I don't have cheese with fish tacos, but cheese with beef tacos is essential. Definitely. You definitely need some, some good cheese. I'm a fan of cheese, so I mean, I'll probably put more cheese than anything else in my um, my tacos, to be honest with you. But what what kind of cheese do you go with? I'm a, I'm a cheddar cheese, man. Just grated cheddar cheese. Nice and simple, like the vintage, older, sort of tastier yeah, cheddar. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the cheese I like. Yeah, so I think I go more, uh, I probably, parmesan's probably... Um, what I go with most. Okay, I'm a I'm a parmesan on pasta guy. Yeah, I know. See, I just I like to bend rules a little bit, you know, <laughs> and just do what I want to do. So that's parmesan's kind of it's mainly what we have in the fridge. So that's mainly what gets used when we're making tacos. All right. So say um say you're at home and you're cooking or eating tacos for the night. How many tacos are you putting away? How many tacos am I putting away? I'd say, I mean. And we'll just say like the standard size, because you know yeah, how you can just, get the jumbos. Yeah, just the small, standards. yeah. Yeah, standard size. Um, look, if I'm really hungry, I'd, I reckon I could push maybe seven, seven or eight, Yeah, I reckon, if I'm pushing it. Um, if I'm not too hungry, then probably, you know, just a normal standard. I probably have about five or six, and I, that's kind of me done. But I definitely think I could almost crack the tonne. The ton of ten. <laughs> the ton of ten. Um, if I wanted to, but I don't know. Maybe this could be one of our challenges. How many tacos can you can we put away? I'd like I'd like that that challenge. I think because you go to a Mexican place and you buy tacos and they give you two. I'm like, man, this is a snack. Like, whereas with a burrito, so you get a burrito, like a yeah, you're like, I'll oh, yeah. eat one burrito, and that's like that's good. That's a good amount. Yeah. But you get two tacos, it's sort of like, well, I haven't even touched the sides. Yeah, it's not, I mean, with with tacos, the way they serve them usually at most places, and you only get the two or the three, it's a bit like, and they probably charge you the same as the burrito or something like that. So it's a bit like, well, you know, twist my arm if I have to. I guess I'm going to have to get a burrito, you yeah. know? But, well, that's why I get burrito. I'll probably, I'll be honest, I'll probably prefer a taco, like the taste of a taco, yeah. you know, the construction of a taco. I, I, I like it better. The crunch of it, um, but if you're only getting two, it's just not enough. And the cost, so the cost to filling, yeah, exactly. ratio, it just isn't isn't it, it doesn't weigh up to me. I think that's the biggest part as well. Half the well, I'd say more than half. I'd say like ninety percent of the time, I'm buying food. You know, it, it's got to be filling for what it costs. Yep. You know, I'm not spending more money to get less food. 
Oh, exactly. And, you know, it doesn't matter how good it tastes. You know, if it costs, if it's costing the same amount as a burrito to, to taco, maybe that's something we can ask people. Like, you know, if, if you had a choice, you go into a Mexican place, you can three, three tacos or one burrito, what do people get? And you have to think of the cost yeah. of the food, the amount that's going to fill you up. And obviously taste, taste comes in, but I, I think most people are like, this is my hard earned, you know, because you have tacos at home. I think most people can cook good taco Yeah, and you can knock away 10. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm full now. That's, that's yeah. good. Whereas you're out, you're like, well, I'm going to be hungry in another hour if I only have two tacos or three tacos. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I mean, it is a question, but it's also pretty, um, I think the answer's almost been talked out there. Yeah, well, I think for us, we're both like, but there might be people, because, you know, we're, we're, not, we're, we're not the whole of society. That's true. So, like, do we ask that question? Or we like, well, if anyone just wants to hit us with that, that'd be I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can ask it. I mean, it's it's up to the people of the world to uh, reply if they're listening at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Um, probably the other thing, and well, I've definitely gone off track here, because it was taco talk, now it's talk, talk, turned into Mexican talk, which is fine. Enchiladas. Oh, massive fan. Yep. Massive fan. So, I, um, my, when I was in, in Tucson... They, there was this one place I went to towards the end of my stay and I think they had, uh, it was every every certain day, I don't know, what, like Tuesday or something like that. It had to be tacos on Tuesday, yeah, surely. I don't, I yeah, I know. I'm just, saying, of Wednesday. just saying a day, I don't know. Um, but it was, I think it was $8 for unlimited enchiladas. So like, and the funny thing was, it was unlimited enchiladas. So I had about, oh, probably had about three or four plates because there's like beef there was beef chicken and pork or something like that enchiladas yeah so i had all three and i think i had a combo and then i ordered another plate but as soon as i got the plate i just said can i get a takeaway box so i had takeaway enchiladas as well <laughs> that's actually that's actually quite smart really Mate, i can't believe they allowed you to do I that know, how good for eight bucks i had lunch and dinner like yeah, that's insane. Whereas I've like with enchiladas, I don't. I think I've only ever had chicken. I don't think I've ever had pork or, or beef enchiladas at all. I thought enchiladas was chicken. Yeah, I think they're mainly chicken. But I mean, I guess Tucson. That's pretty pretty much Mexico. So, so I mean, they must know what they're doing. It just depends on what meat they have on. I guess it's the sauce. It's it's the the way they're made. Because enchiladas are pretty um basic really when you when you think about it like it's just really the meat cheese and the sauce on top with the uh the bread or whatever you call it, the wrap kind of thing well there's i'll have sour cream with enchiladas well i don't have sour cream with tacos but i'll have them with enchiladas which you know i'm not sure why i think it just might be a mental thing it might just be what's dished up to me i guess <laughs> the <laughs> mental, what's in front of me mental barrier of sour cream yeah i know yeah. I just, it's something weird I think we could uh, talk about tacos pretty much all day, um, so we should probably move on a little bit, and hopefully we get a, a guest in at some point that's like really passionate about Mexican food, um, and we can talk about that. But what I'd love to move on to is the challenge. So during the weekend, I can honestly say I've dismally, dismally I can't even say the word, I've failed, I've failed hard. So um, before I, 
I actually have a, an interesting story, uh, but at this stage, I'll, I'll reveal that I've still got a stubby cubby. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't actually achieved anything at this point in time. But we'll, we'll get, we'll get onto your journey, and then we'll, we'll move on to, to what happened with me. So. All right. So um, I've, I've successfully traded up. Um, do I say it, or do I just wait till I, till I post this on, on Instagram? Or yeah, no, I say it on. Say it. All right. So I, I traded up for a. Uh, miniature baseball bat. Um, some people may think it's a um, what was it called? A cocktail muddler. Cocktail muddler. Um, but I will like to inform that the crea- the creator of my uh, miniature baseball bat did call it that. So that's what I'm what I'm running with. And that's what I ran with my um, my Gumtree advertisement. To some people's um, disappointment, I think they wanted a muddler, and just knowing that it was a um, a miniature baseball bat. I think they were they were disappointed, um, but hey, you know that's all I can do. Um, I did have chances to trade up. I think just my oh look, I'm going to say it. My laziness probably. Um, I had a office water cooler that was offered to me, but um, to be honest with you, I was just thinking, where am I going to put it? How am I going to pick it up? Who's going to want to trade for a water cooler? So I thought, you know, the miniature baseball bat's a little bit easier to keep at home. Um, I had a front grill for a Ford was okay. offered to me. Um, and then various other stuff like business shirts. and. But I think the, um, the sentimental value of the miniature baseball bat that was handcrafted for this challenge, I thought that might be, um, you know, it's hard to top when something's made specifically for for a chat for the challenge you know i don't know about you nixie whether that would um if that happened to you like one of your mates made you something for the trade you know you kind of feel like this is supposed to be traded but like yeah there's obviously that 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 personal connection with that and the fact that they put that time and effort i actually think seeing the pictures that you've shown me the best thing that someone wanted to trade you was a broken table so like the legs weren't weren't there it didn't it was one of those plastic tables with the legs off and it was like well what are you actually going to do with a busted up table like yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting, and I mean the photo was interesting. Whether whether those legs just snap into place, I don't know. Um, but you'd think showing like sending someone a photo, you'd send a photo of it put together, maybe. Um, yeah. So it was interesting to see a broken table, but hey, you know, like and those shirts that you're yeah, the business, the business shirts? shirts, yeah, they um, were clearly worn, <laughs> very worn. Um, look, you'd probably find a better pair at um, the Salvos, to be honest with you. Um, but you know, like. I mean, it, you know, we laugh about it, but at least she um, had the kind heart to, to offer some stuff up for the challenge for the um, the up-and-coming podcast. I mean, I did give it a good little rave on Gumtree, so we might have a couple Gumtree followers uh, listening to us. Well, I love the fact that you went to the effort of putting on Gumtree. So for me, I put one, one sort of post on Facebook, had a couple of conversations uh, about it, and I kept getting trolled by your brother and your mum trying to sort of swap my stubby cubby for, for things that are worse. I'm not sure what, what your mum was trying to trade with me, but I know she was trying to um, basically push push this challenge in your direction. Um, I think like for future, I think if we're looking at something like this, we have to do it uh, longer term. Um, I think a week's particularly in our current environment's tough. Um, like for me, I had a pot plant offered. So, and I was like, well, and then like, when can I come and pick it up? And, and that fell through and that's that's perfectly fine. Um, but the funniest thing about this pot plant 
is that I was, I was talking to, to, to the beautiful lady um, that was willing to, to make the trade. And she said that she got this pot plant on a blind date. So this guy has rocked up on a blind date. She's never met this guy before and given her a pot plant. Like, is that like one of the most weirdest, unique things you've ever heard? Would you take a, say you're meeting someone that you've been set up with, would you take a pot plant? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else I can say to that. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, would I do it personally? Probably not. Would you even think about like, Who thinks of that sort of stuff? I don't think she actually saw him again, to be honest, but she kept the plant and she was sort of half willing to trade it and then that fell through, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I thought one is one of the most unique, interesting well, things I've heard about like a blind date. Who comes with a pot plant? I mean, it would be interesting to see where they were. I mean... Think about if they were at like a place, it'd be weird to carry a pot plant into a place, you know. I mean, maybe given the times, maybe they wouldn't have been somewhere like an outdoor thing. Like if they're just meeting outdoors, you could probably pass just carrying a pot plant around. But like, imagine if you're like in a busy pub and you're just walking around with a, with this little pot plant. Yeah, like. Yeah, I guess. Or go into Nobu and you walk into Nobu and you've got this pot plant there. Or, you know, do you have to check that into a cloakroom? Or, you know, is a pot plant classed as a blunt instrument? Like, are you allowed to take that, yeah. you know, if it is a pub? Um, it's a, yeah, it's it's unique. You'd, you'd imagine it wasn't an outside meeting picnic. I might have to investigate this a little yeah, bit further, actually. To. But, you might have to. Um, get her on the pod. Get her on the pod. I will. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to get her on the pod so she can tell this story. So, Well, yeah, I think. Um, the the one thing the other thing I'll give is I feel like pot plants are really kind of coming into fashion now. Okay, I, mean, I, I do notice a lot of a lot of pot plants and a lot of people starting to pay a little bit more attention to to pot plants, whether that be <laughs> me getting older or or just pot plants taking off. I'm not sure. I haven't figured it out, but it's just a it's something I've noticed over these last kind of maybe year or so. I wonder if it's a correlation between people owning property and renting property because you can't plant new plants and people are having, you know, I wonder if there's some sort of, because of the economy, this is us completely unqualified, by the way. Um, you know, do people have more pot plants now because they're renting more? Whereas if you actually bought, you've got your own garden and... Yeah, then you can't, yeah. Or maybe... Or is that just complete bullshit? Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe people don't want to get dogs anymore and they're like, you know, you know, sometimes like, new couples and stuff instead of you know like they get the dog you know before they have the kid and what maybe now these days they get the pot plant before the kid you know make sure that they can water the pot plant you know i mean if you can't look after a pot plant like you're not going to be able to look after <laughs> a kid maybe that's uh, when we spoke about having a license yeah. they have to have a pot plant first and make sure that they can that can survive and we'll go from, we'll go from six there. month uh yeah. pot plant probation maybe that might be yeah that so uh, yeah, we got well, well off topic there. Um, yeah, so my journey was I nearly had this pot plant, which I was going to trade for some some other things, uh, but unfortunately that f- fell through. Um, you know, and then I, I caught up with you guys on on Saturday, and I've actually just picked up this signed Kobe Bryant shirt that I had at work for a while, and I told all the lads that I traded my stubby cooler for that, but I couldn't, you know, I couldn't lie to you. So um, I'm stuck with the stubby holder at the moment and uh you win so congratulations on on winning winning challenge one um it is something that i'd probably like to do again at some point maybe when the the world opens um and we'll give ourselves a little bit longer um so that we can try and trade up and see how long 
it takes us to trade it up to something of like a certain value or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll work through that um, as we're going. Um, was there any other funny things that, that you saw happen during your trading period? Um, no, that was pretty much it, really. I mean, I'd like to take this time to, to thank my family and, and everyone that supported me through this, this challenge. I mean, this is the inaugural Sam vs. Nixie challenge, so it means a lot to, to get the first leg, to be honest with you. Um, I mean... A lot of people think I'm not very competitive, probably, but I mean, when it comes to the Sam and Nixie challenge, I'm definitely, I was definitely in it to win it. Hence, why I was posting on Gumtree. Yeah. Um, but that could also be a um a sign of of the different lives we live. Well, when we were at on Saturday night, we caught up with some friends, and and I actually had a, a few of them say to me that you putting on Gumtree was cheating. So I, I didn't necessarily agree with that, but there is a portion of the population that thinks. The fact that you went and put it on Gumtree was actually against the rules. Uh, all I'm going to say is we didn't establish that as a rule when we when we started the challenge. Yep. Um, I think what did we, what did we even say? I think we just said the just stubby holder up, trade it up. So <laughs> yeah. there was no rules really. I mean, um, look, like I I could have traded it for a Suzuki van, but I thought that was breaking the rules, you know, by just trading something from my mum yeah considering it was your mum going to give you a car for a stubby cool yeah but i think um me putting stuff on gumtree that's just you know you got to respect the hustle sometimes i think that was you know something that most people would do i think yeah i think so and i'll respect it um i'll happily accept the fact that i'm one nil down and and then the next challenge i'll I'll have to make sure that I, i get the victory well i think yeah i mean but the first win's always the sweetest i think yeah, was it the first? When do they play championship games? Is it the the last game of the season or the first game of the season? Well, we don't know how long this podcast is going to go for, do we? So, I mean, well, for, for now, I'm going to take the first one. Well, I'll play, I'll, we plan on it going for a little while. So, you know, keep sharing. Uh, keep, you know, keep listening and, and, and the challenges will keep coming. And as long as I'm there at the end, leading, um, that's that's what I'm about. So, On uh, our little poll that we had today, so we record this on a Monday. So um, I put out a poll uh earlier today just to see if there was anyone that uh had some burning ideas or or topics for us to to discuss so i threw the question out there to our instagram followers uh and and mtay asked us a good question and that was um our favorite uh movie series so she suggested stuff like um off the top of my head i'm already forgetting was james bond james bond Bond and um i think there was another like star Star wars Wars or something like that star trek um but for me, um, see, I like watching movies, but I'm not actually into all those um, long series kind of movies, if that makes any sense. So, I mean, if you count the in-between as one and two as a series, I mean, then I'll... Well, there's two. Yeah, so, so I'll claim that then. And, you know, like stuff like, what else is there? Bad Boys? Yeah, Bad, bad Boys. Um, but talking about Bad Boys, is Bad Boys 2 one of the best movies you've ever seen? Well, it has to be, doesn't it? That, that's, that that movie's incredible. I remember back when I was younger when it first came out. Like that would that was when you know when you have a go to movie. So that was uh, yeah, that was one of two. I used to have South Park the movie and Bad Boys too. They were the two things I do. So I'd have a big night out with the lads or whatever. Get up in the morning, put on one of those two movies, and and just have a time. So yeah, right. So it's one of yeah, Bad Boys. Bad Boys is a good. Yeah, one. thank you, thank you. Um, what else can I think of that I like? Um, oh, I guess American Pie. That's a series, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, and Jackass, that's a series. 
Well, again, Jackass, would you class Jackass as movies, though? It's more a series of little clips. Yeah, but they're, they're feature-length movies. It's Jackass, the movie. No, I, I, I get that, but there's no story, there's no start, there's no finish. There's just dudes there's, getting beat up. There's like, a lot of story. they got the introduction and they got the ending. When they do the sk- the first skit is an introduction skit, and the last bit they have, like, the closing skit. So how does it all in- interconnect? Oh, it's just a bunch of blokes having a good time, Where's, isn't it? where's so, the character development? Oh, you get to know them personally throughout the uh, what what torment they can put themselves through. I just I don't see any flow in those. I I, I, I guess they're feature length they're feature length films, but would you call it a movie? But it is a movie, isn't it? But it's when I think movie, I think story. So start, story, finish. There's got to be some sort of climax in there. You know, I guess in well, there's a climax every every like, <laughs> every two <laughs> minutes. Yeah. You're, you're seeing something crazy happen, aren't you? So um, yeah, I think I mean I'm gonna go with those because uh, they're the ones that I can think of. So if I'm thinking of them, they're probably the ones that I'm yeah I'm, um you're watching into. yeah watching the most I guess and keeping up with. I mean, I'd I'd like to get onto Jackass again uh, fairly soon, but I'll talk about my the movies. It's a great series. I, I love Lord of the Rings. I love the Lord of the Rings series, uh, which led me into The Hobbit. I actually think Lord of the Rings is better than The Hobbit um, series, to be honest. Um, the Lord of the Rings, just I might have been at just that age, you know, in my 20s, just, you know, and just a massive, massive, massive films. So I, I love them. I really like recently uh, the Marvel movies, so the Avenger movies, so... Particularly, you know, the way Iron Man, I remember watching Iron Man when it first came out and that was like the first film and I was like, man, I wish there was some more of these movies and now they've obviously rolled out 10,000 of them. Um, But they've all been good. I can't think of a a bad one. Um, And the way that they've interconnected that universe and, you know, each movie leads into the next movie and they're all related and um, those little final clips at the end of the credits, um, you know, those sort of things that, you you know, you're going into that movie series, you know you're going to get that. Um, and it leads into the to the next one, and and the way that you know the Avengers led into Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's intertwined. So I love I love that stuff. Um, for me, that's really interesting, and it might sort of help that I have younger kids or whatever, and I can use them as an excuse. But I actually love it probably more than they do. Um, so um, I really really like those those movies. Um, um, I do enjoy the Rocky movies, just the oh, way yeah. you know. Pretty much the same story each movie. Let's be honest, um, but the way that the stories are told and you know overcoming adversity and you know poor 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 mango gets good like all that sort of stuff that it's quite motivating. And I probably think Eye of the Tiger and Rocky, you know that could That's be the, the perfect like the most perfect musical um, music against a movie sort of sort of like the, you, when you think of Eye of the Tiger you think you Rocky think that, so when yeah. you think Rocky you think Eye of the Tiger like it's a marriage made in heaven it's a great song oh fantastic song absolute yeah. belter rising up yeah yeah that's yeah I, I love that um, so yeah those movies I think are, are pretty outstanding as well but um, you know another one I'm going to add this might throw you off a little bit yep. considering my age and the age of the uh, the movies but Police Academy oh hilarious absolute I'm an absolute fan of police academy and michael winslow yep the stuff that that guy can do the noises he makes from just his mouth i think i can watch police academy and i half the time i'm watching it just to watch michael winslow 
Well, I remember when I was a kid that he was the guy that I wanted to watch. This noisy kid, mate. And I watch it again. I wouldn't care about the story. Wouldn't care about anything else. I actually did like the fact when I was young, and this was when I was young, of the fact that you could see a naked girl in it. <laughs> that was that was pretty. <laughs> when you're a young kid, you know, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, she's naked. Um, but it was his boy. He he just he he steals the show. Yeah, I like, and it's just amazing. Like sometimes, honestly, I mean, I've watched it with some people that have never watched it before. You know, and I tell them, you know, you got to watch this guy. He's crazy. And the first time they hear it, they they don't understand. I'm like, you do understand. Like, that voice wasn't like a voiceover thing that they've made with, like, editing and all that. Like, that is him. Like, that's him doing it. Like He's incredible. He's inc- and just the slapstick comedy in there. Like, there's a little bit of Three Stooges-ish type scenes in there, as which is cool. That sort of leads me, like, the Blazing like Blazing Saddles isn't the series, but that... Like when I think of Police Academy, there's older films. Have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? Never seen it. That is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. And it sort of reminds me, it's really like old school one-liners, funny funny jokes. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's another one. That's off topic as well, but um, that's, that's a good one. But I think Police Academy's... You got any other movies? Um, or series? No, I think they're the ones that, that sort of jump out. The Matrix like was okay, but I, that doesn't really sort of rock my boat too yeah. much. Well, I um, think, I mean, if we if you don't have anything else on movies, we might as well just go full bottle and, and go TV shows. Okay. I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's probably a lot more TV shows, so... There is. But, you know, I mean, we got 40 minutes or whatever, really, so in our what, podcast. What is, what is your favourite TV show of all time, then? Like, if you could pick one TV show... Oh, I can't. Oh, I don't think I could pick one. Could you go top five, then? All right, let's 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 try this. So, in between us... Yeah, yeah, you love it. Gotta be, yeah? gotta be. That's in your movies as well. <laughs> yeah, that's that's three seasons and two movies. What do you think with the in betweeners? They were short seasons, weren't they? Yeah, six episodes, six episodes. Yeah, and were they short episodes or like half an hour episodes? Yeah, they're like the that little slot kind of thing, twenty five minutes, I think. So, do you think the fact that it was short seasons and short episodes, they just left you wanting more? That's why you love it so much. Yeah, and I th- I think that that really is, and um. The book that I'm reading, Laws of Human Nature, um, literally the the um, chapter that I'm reading now is all about um, how to pique curiosity out of people and stuff like that by by giving them a little bit, but not giving the full story to allow them to kind of their imagination to tick over, and that's what gets them wanting more. So that's uh, with the in between is like you get those short uh, seasons, the short episodes, and it's so good. But there's just that more that you wanna you wanna figure out. You wanna know what they've they've done after high school. You know what are they doing now? Like, well, I think with in between is one thing grabs me every single time. And I think is it Jay? Is that his name? Jay is the one with like the the yeah the blonde, kind of, the blonde yeah ball yeah. Cut. yeah he uh, he's just a mad dog. I find him hilarious. I think yeah definitely him and Neil. The yeah, tall, Neil's the, the tall, tall one. Yeah, yeah, dopey guy. Those two those two definitely uh, steal the show. I think they're they're by far the uh, the best characters in there, and they're just their humor is just hilarious. I think, yeah. and, it, and for them to actually do that while acting and keep that kind of, I think is is really talented. Yeah, really to keep that um, that humor there. But uh, I think Simon has a talent. Because every time I look at that Simon character, I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> like, I just every single time, it just seems like wind. Like I think, and the thing is, I've watched it that many times that 
I don't need to be actually watching the screen or anything. I just need to know what episode it is and probably hear the first couple of words and I can pretty much just talk to myself about what they're going to say. Um, but I still do get that feeling every time he does something, um, you know, when he's going to mess something up with one of the yeah. girls or something. I just Before it even happens, I hand to the heads and I'm just like, oh, you're not doing it again because I've watched it about 50 times. So I think yeah. it gets worse. <laughs> just keeps happening and happening. Um, All right. So in between us, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we, we went off a tangent there, didn't we? <laughs> um, and then, all right, I'm going to throw it off even more. Belgium TV show, FC the Gampionen. Uh, FC the Gampionen. The Gampionen. The Gampionen. It's pretty much yeah. football club, the champions, um, which is a Belgium thing. It's like 20, 22 seasons. They're like... 40-minute episodes. It's like one of the, the longest-running um, Belgium TV shows, comedies. Like, hilarious. Pity that it doesn't have... I don't think any of them have subtitles, so... So it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. About a football club. Based your football club and, like... Because over there, their teams are, like, pub... If you imagine, like, pub teams. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the football team's connected to the pub. Yep. Um, so it just goes around, like, the story of that whole sort of community i guess um yeah it's hilarious but yeah. when i heard 22 years i was thinking like neighbors or home in away some sort of uh belgium soap opera. yeah nah nah it's a comedy i mean i don't know how they've done it but well actually i do it's probably good um what else i'm gonna go with those two how about you start doing yours as well so that way well my probably the number one for me and it's, it's probably really mainstream uh is game of thrones like i, I remember watching that show and it just like it just like I've watched probably the whole season through three times or something and that's a lot of seasons they're longer episodes um, and every single time I watch it back I pick something up a little bit different um, and maybe knowing sort of what's happened now like you can sort of see things starting to develop and grow and it's it's one of those shows you can watch back again and um, there's there's the way they build their characters and and just the fact that, like, you think of that 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 show and the first season, it's probably a slow burner to start. Like, it takes you four or five episodes to actually get into it and think it's all right. And then you hit episode seven of the first season and they kill the main character in the whole show and you're like, man, this is something different. Um, so I thought that was, you know, something that, that sort of stopped me in my tracks. So do you, you ever watch Game of Thrones? No, nah, never watched it. I don't watch Like, I'm really weird with that. I literally watch comedies um, and documentaries. Yep. I don't I like I don't really stray away too far away from any I might watch the odd scary movie or something, but otherwise yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't does not pique my interest at all. I like, I think it's too much focus is needed to watch it. Yep. And I don't have any focus. Well you need to yeah, when you're watching Game of Thrones, you need to be sitting down. It's not one of those ones where, you know, you can sit down and you can have your phone and you can flick through your socials and you need to actually watch the show to see what's happening because things happen really fast. Um, so I, th- I think that's possibly, in my opinion, the greatest show that's ever been made. The, the, the sets themselves, the characters, the story, um, yeah, it's, and, and the fact that, that anyone could get killed at any point in time is, yeah. is pretty cool. So it throws you off a little bit. Um, another one, which is, again, it's quite mainstream, and, and it, I probably got on this bandwagon a little late, and the only, only did that because of the housemates I was, I was with at the time when I, I moved in. They, they were at season three. Uh, which was Breaking Bad. So I watched, I've watched Breaking Bad all the way to the, to the end. I watched the first two seasons, I think the start of the season, the first two seasons in like two weeks. Yeah, Just right. got them down, <laughs> knocked them out so I could catch up to the lads. And what we used to do with Breaking Bad is 
um, on a Monday night when it would come on, we'd have like Breaking Bad watch parties. So we'd get a couple of beers, we'd sit on our couch, we'd get our feet up, we'd get some food, we'd prepare it, we'd sit down and we'd watch Breaking Bad together. And then we'd have our group chat and we'd be talking about what happened in the episode and what do you think is going to happen next. And um, yeah, so I, it was probably the reason I love that so much. It is a great show and, and the way the characters evolved um, and the story itself um, was awesome. But I think it was more the fact that I can I, I had a shared experience that whole, yeah, watching it. Um, so yeah, they're probably... The, the two that are at the top of, of my list when I think about, you know, TV shows. I think now that we've got to a top two, I think we should keep it at that because I think by the way we're going, if we do a top five, um, we might be here till tomorrow morning. Yeah, I think maybe what we'll do in a future, and if people want to hear, you know, our opinions on certain things, um, is we'll, we'll have a, a TV series episode. So we'll just talk about... TV series for the, the whole, and we might even have a movies episode as well. So just talk about, and people can sort of come in and, and ask us our opinions, and we might have a couple of watch parties myself if we haven't seen them, and, and we'll go from there. The uh, big news in Australia this week is obviously the AFL have started training again. I think that actually happened uh, today on the Monday that we recorded this, and, and that they're going to start a season uh, as of next month. So they've got about four weeks, I think, four weeks of a preseason together, and they're moving teams into different hubs, and that's a completely different conversation of what I want. But that's been big news, so it got me thinking about you know sports in general. And what are some of the weirdest sports, weirdest sports you've ever heard of? Um, so back when I had Ko, I um, I mean I got through what I wanted to watch. I had some good stuff on there, and then I um, ended up scrolling through a bit, and there was this uh, thing that caught my eye. And it's ESPN 8, The Hot Show, or something along those lines. And one of them was stone skipping. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of stone skipping, actually. When I, when I go to the beach, if there's a couple, couple of stones there that I can throw, I'll, I'll definitely have a, have a throw. And to see professionals do it and listen to commentators talk about that they actually buy the stone from specific places and got to have specific you know, like measurements and all this kind of stuff. And the way that it's judged is by how many skips it does. And there's like five five judges or three judges that sit there and count real time. And then they got to come to a group decision and the final score of that group decision is your final score. Yeah, so there's three of them counting. Yeah. And if there's like an uneven amount that they've counted, they just sort of level it out. Yeah, for myself, it was me and you, you know, we're watching someone stone skipping you know i said that the one dude got five and you said three then would probably go you know what we'll, we'll call it four yeah yeah just level it out yeah so i think because I, I stone skip as well i don't i haven't really ever stone skipped in the ocean though because of the waves but i'll go to a nice lake and then i can get that bad boy just skimming over the top bop, 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 bop. um is these competitions on a lake or in the ocean so they're all different um I think there was there was maybe two of them on that I that I watched, and one was kind of um, somewhere in the ocean. It was a bit rough, and they did say it was rough conditions, you know. But I guess you know when you're playing professional sports, you know you get paid to paid the big bucks when you're stone skipping to to perform in under under any circumstances, you know. But I think they preferably do like the the flatter surface, you know, which is probably you know your lakes and and whatnot. So if your parents are telling you not to throw stones, you can tell them that you want to be a, a stone-skipping champion. You know, it, they're getting televised, so... Well, it's the real deal then, isn't it? It's sort of like, um, 
I actually, before I watched this, I went to a, a friend's house and they had this this platform with a hole in the middle and they had these sacks and throwing them in the sack and it was just like a drinking game. Yeah. Um, and then since I was there, I was watching the same ESPN, the Ocho, and it's actually called Cornhole and there's World Cornhole World Championships where they get these little sacks and they've got these sort of raised platforms and they throw uh, the beanbags into that. And I thought, man, like... You know, that's that's a drinking game. How is that a professional sport? That's a drinking game. Well, that's the that's the that's the typical American drinking game, isn't it? I think that's what they all play when they have their little like uh, stakeouts before like the football games and stuff like that. Because I think they can just chuck it in the back of their truck, set up the the cornhole thing, and and get thrown. I guess. Well, it just yeah, it seems it seems like a a really social sport. It's like I guess it's like lawn bowls for young people. You know, you know, like you go to Lawn Bowls Club and, you know, oldies have a couple of yeah. beers and, the, and that actually, that's an Olympic, I think that was an Olympic sport, like Lawn Bowling yeah, was an Olympic lawn, sport. Yeah, Lawn Bowls is pretty big time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah. I'm certain it's Olympic. If it wasn't the Olympics, it's definitely in the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, it used to be on ABC all the time. Yeah, yeah, it was big. People would sit down. I remember my, my nan would sit down <laughs> and, and watch the Lawn Bowls <laughs> sort, sort of roll them out. I'm like... This is the most boring thing I've ever seen. But then I've played it. Oh, great time. Oh, it's a great time. Like that barefoot long ball. Barefoot. <laughs> oh, just the grass on your feet and just how soft it is. Like, yeah. Um, I do love lawn balls. But talking about, I mean, that's played on grass. Yep. Um, another sport, lawnmower racing. So these guys, ESPN 8 as well, whatever that, the Ocho. And... And they get the little ride-on lawnmowers, and they have a little little circuit that they gotta they gotta do. And these guys just like grown men on these like little tiny ride-on lawnmowers just go on hectic around this little thing. It's pretty funny to watch. Yeah, I um, I yeah, I don't know because I know, I know a little bit about motor racing, not much, a little bit, but I know there's a lot of regulations when it comes to to wheel size, wheel type, um, engine size, how many liters you're allowed to have. Do you reckon it's the same with lawnmowers or just the, the biggest and the best can just compete? I mean, look, I think there would, there'd be some sort of restrictions. There would have to be, wouldn't there? Just, I'd love to see them like, you know, because when you watch, say, a cartoon and then they've got that lawnmower and they're like chasing something down and it's got flames on the side <laughs> and it, like it's, you know, is there anything like that? Are they like, pay, like hot it up or they're just like a, an old school, like say a John Deere lawnmower with like a number four on the side? No, they're definitely going quick. I'd definitely say there's some sort of modifications or, or something that they've done. Um, but how much? I don't know. That's why we're opinions unqualified. I, you know, I know enough about to talk a little bit about it, but to go into the details, I couldn't really um, tell you. Yeah. Do you think darts, like, you know, darts, do you think that's actually a, a sport? It has to. 180. One hundred and eighty. That's yeah, definitely. Why not? Why wouldn't it be? Well, again, it's one of those things that you know. I obviously English love it. Like a lot of Europeans love it. Here in Australia, they love it. But it like it's it's something you do at the pub. It it is the experience, isn't it? Because even even these professional darts players, it's really just one big piss up for everyone that goes to watch and play. Have you you've obviously watched it on TV yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. And uh, just how mental the the crowd gets, like the crowd gets insane. Yeah, well, I mean, they must it must be a good drinks package, I reckon, because they're bloody yeah, they it's a loose unit out there. Well, my brother, my brother, I would I would affectionately call my brother a bogan, my my younger brother who who lives in Collie. Hey, Shawnee. Um, 
I reckon he's gone to those events before, and the amount that the tickets were, like, I couldn't believe how much you paid to go and watch people. It was at Challenge Stadium and just get loaded and watch people <laughs> throw darts. Like, it's insane. And apparently, which I think is probably the weirdest thing, is that those guys that are playing aren't allowed to drink anymore. So they used to be able to drink when they were playing professionally. Now, they're not allowed to drink alcohol while they throw the darts. So they've gotten too big. That's yeah. what you're saying. They've gotten too big that they need to, you know, they're be a little bit, a little bit professional. Like, yeah. yes, you're like, there must be money. It must be massive money in that. Has to be. Well, they. I mean, look at the the shows that they put on. Yeah, you huge. Know, like the ticket sales and whatnot. It would be the players got to get a cut of that. So, well, and I, I think like a lot of like the advertising money from the like the broadcasting rights because they do broadcast and people watch that stuff. You know, they'd have to have a shot. Do they? Is there like a darts player union? Maybe. I mean, everything needs a union. Most things have a union, don't they? So. Yeah, you know, I guess so. I guess so. Oh, again, that's probably another subject we can talk at um, you know, a long time. What are, Probably the, the last thing, because we're, we're running out of time today, is obviously we've gone through uh, the whole episode without a guest. Um, for our, This is our first one. Um, How did you feel? Good. I mean, I think we, we rattled it off uh, pretty well. Um, it was a bit different not having a different voice in here. Um, but you know what? I think... You know, we are superstars. Uh, no matter what, no matter what, what challenges we're hit with, um, you know, we come through, and hopefully, uh, everyone thinks that this was just as good as when we had um, guests. Or maybe, if not, they might have thought it was better because they want to hear our voices a little bit more. <laughs> well, that's quite flattering if they do. But um, we'll keep rotating guests in and out. Um, I think they give us a, a different sort of feel and a different tempo. But it's nice just to be us every now and then. So. Um, Thank you from behalf of myself, Nixie. Thanks for, for listening to this week's pod and, and hopefully we can bring you something um, just as good and, and keep improving each week. Yeah, um, make sure you get around our socials. Um, I love seeing when we get a bit of engagement from, from some people. It makes us feel a little bit better about ourselves and, and, and doing this uh, podcast. But um, thanks for listening once again, hopefully. Hopefully you've made it this far and uh, take it easy. Peace.